0: And this is the Run Home with Hazen Mardo. Yes, welcome back to the Run Home. And the Fremantle Dockers were far too good for Port Adelaide on Thursday. And it is about memberships this time of the year, Mardo. Fremantle membership month saved $60 with a six game pass today. Fremantle have cracked through the 50,000 barrier, but they are chasing 61,000 in 2023. So go and get a Fremantle membership. And if you do, you get to go and watch this guy. And he's into the leadership group right now. He's the heart and soul of the Fremantle Dockers, Sam Switkowski on the line. Sam, welcome. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. How does it feel, mate, so voted in by your peers into the leadership group?
1: Yeah, no, it's a nice, nice feeling um, to get the backing of, of the playing group um, and the trust from them to, to guess, I guess, have more of a formal role in the leadership group um, is a really good feeling. So I'm hoping that I can bring a lot of value to the group and, and help the club moving forward.
0: Are you a basketball fan at all, Sam? Do you remember watching Damien Martin from the Perth Wildcats?
1: Uh, absolutely. I'm a basketball fanatic, and I do remember watching Damo um, playing as I grew up. I grew up in Melbourne, so I actually hated the Perth Wildcats and purely because <laughs> they were so good and it was a hard place to play. So all the way, all the way back to the uh, Melbourne Tigers days is probably when it started for me. So no, I have a lot of uh, memories of watching Damien.
0: There you go, because I reckon you might have modelled your game on him. There's a lot to like about the two of you in relation to the one percenters, the hard stuff, heart and soul type of players, Marto.
2: Oh, I was wondering where Hayes was going on that, actually. although hang on, where going? But now that you mention you now used to follow Melbourne Tigers, you didn't happen to go to the Melbourne United Grand Final where we won it in Melbourne by any chance. No, don't worry about that. Let's no, talk let's about the Dockers. <laughs> let's talk about the Dockers. Hey, a big win, second pre-season game. I know that it's trial matches, but it must have felt good getting that dub.
1: Yeah, obviously the score's a bit less relevant to, in the season, but getting a win is always a nice feeling. It gives you a bit of confidence um, that the work you're putting in is resulting on the scoreboard. Obviously it was disappointing against Adelaide um, previous week, but we definitely lifted in all the main areas of our game and, um, and yeah, put in a good performance at South Fremantle, which was nice.
0: You would have been really flat with that first performance because you have this massive build-up on the back of last year, mm. winning a final, playing finals footy, and then, of course, a big pre-season. We're just hearing every single week you're playing match practice and match sim and the boys are going well. Then you get to the first hurdle, but it didn't go to plan. What did JL do from that moment in that game in review?
1: Yeah, look, it's a it's a good question. We did do a truckload of um, match sim over the preseason, season more than... Um, most clubs, I think, from what I've heard. So um, I think just coming up against a different opposition with a different game plan after, I guess, training against ourselves for such a long period of time probably caught us off guard a little bit. And I think Adelaide, to their credit, brought a really good intensity to that practice game as well, which, um, yeah, we didn't we didn't stand up to. So um, I think it was, in the end, it was a really good opportunity to just see where we, where we fell short um, and then were able to pull those things into practice against Port Adelaide, against another opposition with a different game plan. So... Um, nothing too different, we weren't too worried Um, we still have really good confidence in the work we've done over the pre-season, so um, yeah, good result against against Port and I think we feel pretty ready for round one now
2: Sam, you and Lockie Shorts both small forwards, had some midfield roles did you enjoy playing at the centre bounce and expect expect to spend some time there throughout the course of the season?
1: Yeah, look, it's an option, Uh, Shooter and I Spend a bit of time in there over the pre-season. I think we're just trying to get a bit of depth through that midfield, um, give us different options throughout the year. You you never really know what's going to happen with injuries and um, different situations in the game, whether we need to change things up. So I personally do like going through there. I probably can't last that long in there just with my my tank and I guess training as a forward and not having that um, midfield fitness. Uh, But it is building over time. Uh, I think Lockie's much the same. But you might see a few little hits of us through there throughout the year.
0: Just on that, do you find because you are built like a forward that everything is just 100% the way you go at the footy, the way you try and defend? And if you do apply that in the midfield, you can blow up quite quickly. Is that something that takes time to adjust to in the midfield?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I guess my game's turned into a very high-speed sprint sort of game, so I come off a lot um, and only on for a shorter stints, and that allows me to play to semi-strength, um, but our midfielders are on the field for a long period of time, and there was a lot of bash and crash, and um, those boys have got a lot of weight to them and can, um, I guess, feel those impacts and handle them a bit better. So it's, you know, part of, um, I guess, being a forward and then trying to get into the midfield is, yeah, trying to adjust a little bit and improve those areas. But um, yeah, it's certainly very different roles and it requires different, different strengths and abilities.
0: Someone going the other way from the midfield to the forward line is Nathan Fife, and he's been brilliant, to be honest, from what we've seen so far in this pre-season. How is it working with him in the forward line nowadays?
1: Yeah, really good. Um, Fife has caught a lot of criticism um, in recent times for his performance, and uh, I think he's been building really strongly, I've said all pre-season that he's been building really nicely, um, getting back to some quality footy, and he's trained all preseason season in the forward line um, with a few little hits in the midfield, but mainly down forward, and um yeah, he's certainly gotten used to playing around us boards that have been there for the last few years. And um, I guess you saw on the weekend, his performance uh, shine through and it was great to see. But I think we internally know that it's been brewing for a while and have full confidence in him to really perform throughout the year.
0: Marto asked me at the start of the show about Sam Sturt and whether he could be a Smokey for round one. I said he might just miss, but he seems to have... Maybe learn a bit from you with the way that he is now applying pressure in the front half. It's been noticeable, but he's always had that ability to kick goals. But how have you seen his pre-season, and will he go close?
1: Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, sturdy played some good footy appeal last year and kicked a lot of goals. Um, but yeah, I think, as you said, that side of his game, the defensive pressure, and, and buying into our philosophy as a forward line of um, being good offensively and defensively and um yeah, really harassing and pressuring other teams and being strong in the contest um, is important for all our forwards. So, um, yeah, he really uh, performed strongly on the weekend in that area, which was really good to see. I think round one is going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of competition for spots. We've had uh, Michael Walters and Michael Frederick out with injury, which has opened up the opportunity to dirty on the weekend. And I think he did what he could. And, um, yeah, he's certainly going to be a chance for round one. So we'll see how it plays out.
0: Just on those two, how are they tracking for round one, Walters and Frederick?
1: Uh, Probably a question for the medical team. I'm not sure. I know they're both in really positive spirits. Um, Freddie, I saw, having a good run today. To me, he looks pretty good. Um, I haven't really seen Sonny train too recently. So um, I think they're both going to be close. But yeah, it's probably a question for, for the others.
2: Sam, can you just flick us your doctor's number? We'll uh, give them a call. Uh, Let's let's talk with someone we know will be out there, Jordan Clark. I thought he was fantastic. 24 Disposals. And we talk about all these big names that you guys do have. Jordan Clark, I think, sometimes goes unnoticed or unappreciated. How much does he mean to the club? Because I think he's a big part of your team's success moving forward.
1: Yeah. Look, to be honest, I think there's there's quite a few that go unnoticed. Jordan's one of (sighs) many in the back line who have been really strong for us over the past 12 months and I'm really excited for what he's going to produce again this year. Um, I think when he came to the club, his run and carry ability to break the lines um, has been massive on our squad. Um, I guess boosting our ball movement from our defensive half um, and you know it helps us forwards get a little bit more dangerous when the ball moves a bit quicker as well. So, yeah, he's going to play a key part for us again this year and um, he's fit and healthy and playing some good footy, which is exciting.
2: We know we uh, spoke about it right off the top about you being a part of the leadership group, but have you noticed a change now that you have that confidence from your teammates who have gone out there and said, no, we want you in this role? Has it changed your outlook within your day-to-day approach to training with the amount of confidence they're instilling in you?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, I think naturally at different times you're going to doubt yourself um, with your own opinions and views when um, you might not be 100% sure if everyone feels the same. But yeah, this sort of... Um, The last couple of weeks and and being voted in and having the trust from all those guys definitely does give you confidence. And in terms of the day-to-day, it doesn't change too much. But, yeah, like I said, I'm just probably um, willing to speak up more, lead by, I've always sort of led by example. But, um, you know, people want to hear more from me. Coaches want to hear more from me. And I feel like now I can contribute um, with more confidence, which is great.
0: Sam, what about your KPIs in a game of footy? Like, what do you go out there trying achieve on a game-by-game game
1: basis yeah good question the
0: boring answer is just to say that i go to play my role
1: uh but if i dive a bit deeper um oh, look i i just want to be out there and playing with a real intensity and and try not lose any contest for me i feel like my strength is is not losing a 50 50 contest either winning or halving it um and i know that defensive pressure is a real strength of mine so trying to create turnovers and make it um hard for the opposition defenders and, and getting dangerous as a forward as well. Um, there's so many elements to the game, things that we focus on, but oh, if I put it down to a few things,
0: they're probably the ones that come to mind. When I was playing down at the club, we used to have this one percenter award mm-hmm. and it was called the Wolfie Award back in those days and you used to get an esky. So Troy, Kik- Troy Cook's got about 10 eskies <laughs> because he was the best tackler. Do you still have something like that where it does measure those sort of acts that don't always get recognised?
1: yeah we um it sort of evolves each year um uh, i'm not sure what it might be this year that we do usually have a trademark player of the week um you know which comes down to all those those trademark acts those one percenters and um you know we identify that as a playing group and the coaches do as well and a lot of value goes on that we start our team meetings going through our trademark um, review and um, it's something that we can measure ourselves on every week because really the trademark sort of acts are very controllable to every player and you know, a lot of them are effort-based and, and how well you've prepared and so forth, less about execution. So it's something very simple and quite important that we can measure ourselves on. And, um, yeah, we put a lot of value on it. So um, if you've got any ideas, throw it our way for, for what they might
0: be able to collect. An Esky doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an NFT or something in this day and age. might be worth it. A couple more from me before we let you go. Luke Jackson, any issues with his concussion?
1: No, I think he's all good. I think they took a very conservative approach with him. So he's been running uh, for a while now and he looks ready to go. So no dramas.
0: What are you expecting from Ross Lyons' St Kilda team? Yeah, good
1: question. We haven't got into St Kilda's oppo oppo analysis yet, which we'll start getting into this weekend, I think, and early next week. Uh, But knowing Ross, it's going to be a a fierce contest. I know um, one of Ross' strengths is to get the most out of his plays and especially on game day. He gets you up and and makes sure you're prepared and ready to go. So, we'll be expecting a tough opposition Um, in terms of their game plan. Yeah, still still to be seen with a bit of bit of research and oppo analysis. But, um, yeah, certainly nothing easy. And I'm, yeah, very excited to come up against Secure Round one.
0: I lied. I'm going to ask one more. What do you say (laughs) to the members out there that are potential members that are on the fence, just thinking, should this be the year I join?
1: Yeah, oh, uh, it's outstanding already that we've had, um, I think like you said earlier, over 50,000 um, signing up and, and we've got an ambitious target to get above 60, I think. So um, uh, it was an incredibly exciting year last year uh, and everything from my end as a player and internally at the club is that we're moving in a really good direction. It's very exciting. So Um, We're doing everything on our end. We encourage everyone to jump on board, um, come down to Optus and and see and watch our games. Um, And, yeah, we're going to do everything on our end to to bring some success to Fremantle, which, um, unfortunately, hasn't seen too much of. So um, it's a very exciting time to be a Fremantle member.
0: Good on you, Sam. Thanks for your time and good luck in round one.
1: No worries. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers.